This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. I'm Caleb Brown. The order in which we do policy matters. Eli Dorado of the Center for Growth and Opportunity explains how state and federal agencies and lawmakers can take a page from Elon Musk in thinking about how to get that order right. Yeah, Elon Musk, you know, is a is a manufacturing genius, right? In a in a way, right? Like like what he has done is is both of his major companies, Tesla and SpaceX, where they have excelled is in ramping up this, you know, ma- manufacturability of their products. And uh, so so with both the Model 3 and with uh, the Starship uh, program uh, at SpaceX, they are trying to put out, you know, put out a lot of a lot, a lot of hardware. And so he has sort of landed upon a specific, you know, five-step process that he says, you know, over and over again has to be completed in order. And so the idea is, you know, start with the requirements. Can you make the requirements, the engineering requirements, less dumb? Then work very, very hard to delete a bunch of parts and processes and, 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 you know, even go so far as to make mistakes sometimes, because if you're not, he says, if you're not occasionally putting parts back in and you're not deleting enough, and then you simplify and optimize the design. And then you accelerate the cycle time, try to get get everything to happen faster. And then finally, you automate. And and what's interesting is that Elon says his tendency, you know, and a mistake he's made multiple times is to go in reverse, to start with the automation, then try to accelerate it, then try to optimize the design, then, you know, delete the part or process. And then finally, oh, you get to the end and you're like, oh, my, my requirements are, are wrong. So it's recognizing the the importance of going in the, in the correct order through that process, you know, uh, teeing, going through each step and then making sure that you're teeing up the next step for, you know, maximum success. So the lessons for policymakers seem pretty clear. Uh, step one, make the requirements less dumb. Uh, and I can imagine across a wide variety of human activity where regulators exist, there are lots of dumb requirements and and uh, people like Joe Biden, it seems, uh, watching uh, him roll out a bunch of his programs. He wants to order uh, uh, various agencies to ramp up energy production or any number of, of other things. But the requirements in some cases might be pretty dumb to let the private sector just do what it does. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think of, you know, what what the politicians actually really want to do is they want to just like accelerate the the process, uh, you know, in, in, in some cases, in this in the case you just mentioned of rolling out clean energy. Right. And so, so they're kind of on step four, you know, accelerating the cycle time. Um, but, uh, you know, we we really need to to think through um, their you know, what are the requirements we need in terms of, of clean energy? You know, how do we delete as much of the surrounding the furniture of, of the process that we go through now? How do we delete as much of it as possible? How do we simplify and optimize? And then, you know, how do we accelerate and optimize, right? So that's, uh, so looking at it through Elon's lens, we're, we're kind of starting on step four, maybe even step five, and we should be, you know, starting at step one and making sure that, um, that what we're going to put people through makes a lot of sense. So for, uh, and not, not just regulators allowing the private sector to do what it does, but also government's internal processes. There are a whole, a whole lot of things that government does that, that, uh, could be quickly revealed to be pretty dumb, uh, duplicative, 
uh, inefficient. Yeah, I I think all the time about uh, you know I work a lot on on hard tech issues and I see over and over again people coming up against uh, you know laws like NEPA, the National Environmental Policy Act, which you know is well in, a well intentioned law that creates you know essentially years of paperwork often uh, before you can actually do something that you intend to do. And, you know, those kinds of laws are going to hold up, um, you know, they're going to massively delay a, a lot of projects that people want to work on. And so, you know, if if we are uh, spending a lot of money as we are with the bipartisan infrastructure bill, um you know, on on new new infrastructure, on new things happening in the real world that are subject to NEPA, then you're what you're essentially doing is you're paying all of these people that all these entrep- energy entrepreneurs, infrastructure entrepreneurs, etc. To you're just paying them to like go through this this laborious process that uh, that is not very efficient. So it's it you know my my contention is this is the wrong order. We should be figuring out how to make the process of scaling and deploying infrastructure make sense first. And then, you know, if we need to, if we need to spend a bunch of money to actually deploy it in that environment where it already makes sense to do so, then we should do it, you know, figure out how to, you know, why bus lanes cost $300 million before you order up more bus lanes. So for, uh, at the state level, I know that uh, Utah, uh, has its regulatory sandbox, and other states are uh, looking at at something similar. That seems to be a pretty clear cut way to, if not make uh, the requirements for uh, action less dumb, then it at the very least allows people to act, and then we can discover how dumb the rules are later. Yeah, that's right. I think I think you know we need a lot more experimentation. In, uh, in, in in rule sets, right? In 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 regimes um, to allow people to uh, compete in a way that that identifies you know where the where the bottlenecks are, right? And if we can get rid of a lot of bottlenecks, then then when we get to the the scaling phase, uh, you know we'll have we'll have fewer things holding us back. Do you suspect that? Uh... I guess when when you have government regulators, they want to increase their budgets. They want to increase the degree to which they are. Uh, they want to increase their territory, in a sense, as as uh, any government agency or any private sector entity would. Do you think, to paraphrase, uh, in another context, the inefficiency is the point sometimes? Well, maybe. Uh, I think. I think you know. At, at the very least, I think we could say that they want to be seen as doing something on a lot of these problems right and 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 you know dc is a, is a town where spending money is seen as doing something right so so um you know it doesn't matter what re- what results uh out of it it's it's you, you know you want to be be seen as as having spent the money to solve the problem you know without regard to you know how how is that money being spent and what is the result of it so so i think that that, that that's really the point i think spending money we're, we're at this funny time in history of the world in a way where capital for for the us is extremely cheap interest rates are low like nobody seems to be freaking out uh you know bond markets don't seem to be freaking out about all the borrowing that we're doing um so it's very it's actually easy you know relatively simple 
more than ever before, at least, to pull together a few trillion dollars to spend on the administration's priorities, right? And that is easy. Uh, and so that's like the step that Congress starts with. But it's 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 in the wrong order. The The most important thing to do is to remove the regulatory barriers, the inefficiencies and red tape so that the deployment can ra- rapidly scale. The problem is that that is really hard. You know, you have to actually dig into the technical weeds. You have to satisfy a bunch of competing interests. You have to, you know, come together and, and really figure this out. And that's work. That's real work. And so, you know, we, we have this political system that biases towards doing the easy thing, even if it's supposed to come second and avoids doing the hard thing that's actually supposed to happen first. And so that's what I really think is going on here with uh, with our infrastructure spending. Eli Dorado is a senior research fellow at the Center for Growth and Opportunity. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast pretty much anywhere and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.